Hey guys, what can you get for twenty five dollars nowadays? Or better yet, what have you 20, bought? Twenty five dollars. Yeah, uh, I I just bought some shoelaces, uh, nose hair clippers. Nose. Oh I, yeah. I, you can buy one tennis Ooh, I shoe. Got some tweezers. If you have, we can buy one shoe. You could barely buy one shoe. Mm-hmm. You can buy one shoe. You buy one flip flop. Some nutty butters. For <laughs> for for twenty five dollars, you could buy twenty four dollars. Mm. Maybe you, you could get half a pass to uh, the beach boardwalk. That's Ooh, right, half. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can buy one thing at Whole Foods. You can buy one thing <laughs> at Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Uh, yes. But there's something else you can get that's fucking awesome. You can go on Groupon and buy some, uh, I don't know, goggles. <laughs> <laughs> there's something cool you can get at MindPumpMedia.com. One pair of underwear from Nordstrom's. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, MindPumpMedia.com. We're bringing something back. We're getting nostalgic here. We're bringing it back. And it's only $25. Guess what it is? You got me. Um, It's the original, the most awesome, the original Maps Anabolic shirt, the red Maps shirt. Did you just say the most awesome? He did say the most most awesome shirt. I don't know, dude. I'm kind of a green fan, dude. Yeah, well, I'm kind of a a black fan, but. Yeah. Mindpumpmedia.com. Buy the original map shirt, Red Maps. Yeah. It's on sale now. $25. And if, and if you're on the forum, you get 50% off. Whoa, Ooh. shit. Hooking the forum My up. Goodness. Like we yeah, do. there'll be discount code sent out to all forum hey, Those members. forum people are our people. Got you guys. Hey, uh, Doug, um, what is going to ask you something else about the shirts. Are these going to be limited or are we going to continually to have those? What's- well, right now they're going to be limited. We're only going to be uh, doing a pre-order, and then that's going to last for about seven days, and then we'll order those shirts. They will no longer be for sale, but at some point, they will be available to everybody. You know what reminds me of uh, that movie, The Ring? Seven days. Exactly. <laughs> got seven days. So go to the store days. section of mindpumpmedia.com and get your shirt, and you may even find a mug there as well. Oh, you get the mugs out. Ooh. The mugs with the mic. Letting the mug out Ugh. of the bag. The angry mic. With the logo, too. Rawr. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Justin, do that thing again, because you sounded like an 18th century uh, like judge. <laughs> I object. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, Doug... I got to I got to talk to you about something, buddy. I know we're on air, so um, oh, so yeah. you right. got to answer. So it's totally private. You yeah, got to bring it's up his private. I'm sure. Yeah, uh, his vagina and his knee. Yeah, <laughs> he, he 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 has a gash knee in vagina. his knee. That's disgusting, Adam. It's, it's <laughs> Anybody who would come really up with something gross. like that would be a disgusting person. Yeah. <laughs> he has a he he cut his knee. Had to get how many stitches? Five, five stitches, and it's big. You could fit like. Four fingers in that bad boy. Oh, it's a nasty oh, gash. Yeah. But I. But but that's so, not okay. So what? Did, how did you do this? What happened? Roller Where's blading? the clitoris? No, no, no. I wanted to do <laughs> well, there was are... a broken bottle in the recycling bin. I pulled mm. out the bag. I was tying it, so I put my knee down on the edge of it. And there was a bottle. I felt this intense pain. I opened up the bag. I looked in there. Saw the broken glass. I go, oh crap! I looked at my jeans. They were cut. And then I took off my jeans, and there was blood everywhere. Wow! Oh my god! So uh, raise your hand if you think Doug's full of shit and lying yeah. right oh, now. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So it he had to be his shirt. His shiv was sticking out. Here's right? what he happened. Was trying to hide the evidence. You got in a he gang, killed somebody. You got in a gang fight again, didn't you? Yeah. He was rollerblading Absolutely. outside today. It got rainy. <laughs> he was <laughs> rollerblading. Doing, he was going to do a curb slide mm. and totally yeah. missed. Oh, totally. <laughs> no, you know what happened this that, morning? So. Doug's That's highly some, likely. Doug goes on his. Sometimes he goes on his morning runs. 
Yeah. And um, he likes to run through sketchy areas uh, of the Bay Area because <laughs> he's, he told me this once. He said it keeps him his, his senses keeps him sharp, senses acute. Ooh. And so he likes to run through really sketchy areas. And yeah. uh, this morning he was especially energized. And he calls so it he, adrenaline. Running. So he ran through some bad areas and he wore all red because he thought, OK, this is a this is a there's blue. There's a bunch of crips here. I'm going to wear some red. Sure enough, got in a gang fight. Couple sixth graders jumped him. Got, him <laughs> got in a gang fight. Right. Doug murdered 15 people, but he did not come away unscathed. <laughs> he has it. stitches on his knee. Yeah. yeah. Where, Doug, have you ever been? Have you ever been a guy who get up? Any of you guys? Have you, any of you guys ever been uh, get up early morning joggers or runners? Have you? I, I don't even have to ask Justin. Yeah, years ago I was. How oh, dare Were you? you? I'm I used to be a serious jogger. Oh really? Yeah. You kind of look like a jogger. Yeah. Well, thank you. I don't think that's a compliment. No, no, it's not an insult. It's not an insult. You could be kind of uh, like peppy, you know. <laughs> kind of get up. How, sometimes yeah, I wake I'm up. Early, sometimes I wake up early and fucking sprint to the bathroom. But that's if I ate freaking you know Mexican the night before. I never run. Other, Have you otherwise. ever? Were you ever get up in the morning run guy? When I was training in jujitsu, I would do. I would run sometimes, but um, it didn't improve my performance that much mm. for me. So I stopped. Plus, uh, this is important. Fucking sucks. Running yeah. sucks. It's boring yeah. as shit. I'm gonna guess that you ran after you saw him, Rocky. Uh, Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's pretty much just true. Yeah, slightly racist, but true. <laughs> how long? Yeah. How long did you keep it up for, Doug? Was it a long? Oh, thing? I I jogged for years. Oh wow. Yeah, for years. In fact, I was one of these uh, six day a week, seven day a week runners. Now this was uh, and the fat would never go away, and I couldn't figure out why. <laughs> now was this back in uh, in CD Disman or a cassette player times? Oh yeah, oh those me? things are huge. No, I just had a you know forty five uh, record player <laughs> on my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's that phonograph? What's that one called with the yeah, freaking the, the horn? The, phonograph. The, what is that called? That that old uh, like radio? the RCA dog? Do I have to you say know, it again? The, yeah. Phonograph. Uh, Phonograph or something. Yeah, yeah. Phonograph. Yeah, phonograph. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm glad D- Doug just said that. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, I know Justin's yeah. been saying it over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I have this age thing going for me. <laughs> like, yeah, you pull it on this little thing, and Doug's not at that old. But no, you, he's not that old. I believe he yeah. did have the big yellow waterproof cassette. Uh, oh, I did have the Walkman. In fact, I remember when those mm. things came out. Right? I was so excited. Yeah, yeah, those those were the business. How excited oh, yeah. were you, Doug? Oh, I went out and bought one. Oh. I was. Uh, I, mean, I was one of the first kids on the block with one of those. Do you guys you know? want to know something interesting? The, when the Walkman was invented, I think it came out, it hit the market in like 1978 or 79, something like that. The retail price back then, this is not adjusted for inflation, was like $370. That's how much it cost when it first came out <laughs> back then. That's hilarious. I'm not adjusting it for inflation. Yeah. Today, you could get a free Walkman. People will fucking throw them at you for free if you're like, oh, uh, uh-huh. buy this, whatever, and we'll give you a free MP3 player or whatever. It's yeah. got like millions of times more storage. That just goes to show you the power of the free market. Oh, I remember when uh, somebody (laughs) threw one at me just to be an asshole. I had a high school girlfriend that her dad used to go to those big tech uh, conventions that they do that are like all the the stuff that's coming in the next five to ten years. And they had an opportunity to buy some of this shit out there. And he had a Blu-ray player like... I think actually it was something I think it was a laser disc is what it was which was like Blu-ray I had right? laser disc it was and he had that like 10 years before anybody else but he paid like 10 grand for it yeah. like 10 grand for like a DVD player <laughs> well do you guys remember Oops. the first the first plasma TVs oh, like yeah. $20,000 oh yeah for uh, sure for stupid. sure <laughs> ridiculous and things continue to improve yep. yeah not everything though yeah. uh, so I want to buy it tomorrow I, I'm in a not mood today. I'm in a mood gentlemen 
I'm in one of my moves. You know what's not improving? What? The health and fitness industry. That Thank you. Not yet. For ruining my fucking not intro. Not yet. <laughs> I was going to say that. Well, it mm. need to be said. I feel like that's the direction we've been going lately. Is Before that- we go into that, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Mind Pump. You can find us on Instagram at Mind Pump Radio. We are on the iTunes. And you can go to mindpumpmedia.com to check out some of our testimonials. So I'm in a mood. I'm in, I'm in one of my moods, and I feel like talking some shit. And um, I'm, I'm, it's time we, we talk, tell, really get into the fucking nitty gritty truth about this industry that we uh, work in and really love and want to protect and want to, uh, you know, keep uh, with integrity and, you know, help people with. And that's the establishment fitness industry, uh, a.k.a. Big Herba, uh, a.k.a. Big Supplement. Mm-hmm. I think it's important we uh, we talk about them because uh, what they're doing right now or what they've been doing, um, I find uh, kind of disgusting. Yeah, uh, a, b- if you, a bit on the shady side. Um, it's been shady, dude, for yeah. a long fucking time. So so check this out. Uh, 2013, um, I've looked at some of these figures and they vary, but basically the supplement industry in 2013 was a multi-billion dollar industry. In fact, uh, half of all Americans take a supplement in some form. So when you're talking about half of all Americans, half. So when it's t- crazy because there's that, you know, what that says, <clears throat> what does it that says say? That there's more people that are taking supplements than actually go to the gym. Correct. That is absolutely Holy fucking correct. Moly. <laughs> Think about, about that. Yeah. Think about that. They use the same tactics that big pharma uses. And in fact, many of these big supplement companies are big owned. Herba. Yes. Big Herba. It's, big it's Herba. All the same. Many yeah. of these supplement companies are owned by big pharma companies. And uh, so Big Pharma's got you on both ends. Go to the doctor, get their supplements. Oh, no, I don't believe in uh, Western medicine. I want to take supplements. No problem. Take our no problem. bullshit supplements yeah. also. Take this multivitamin. It covers everything. Diet, well, here's diet. here's when it hit me really fucking hard because I love the fitness industry. I love health food stores. I, as a kid, would go in them and, you know, I, I got ripped off a million times like most people who've been working out as long as I have. But it hit me the other day. I was at the mall and I walked by uh, a GNC, which obviously is one of the largest uh, supplement uh, retailers. And I looked in there, and I realized that uh, it's considered a health store. Yeah. And uh, even the most, even if you go in the most crunchy, you know, uh, wellness-based health store, you're going to find protein powders. Mm-hmm. You're going to find meal replacements. Check this out. This is what this is when it really hit me. Uh, you cannot get more processed than a fucking protein powder. When we talk about processed foods, just imagine this for a second. You, they have taken a food like milk or beef or eggs, and they have turned it into a powder Mm -hmm. that tastes like chocolate or vanilla or strawberry that you add to water, you shake, and then you drink it. Um, And it's got artificial flavoring and artificial sweeteners nine out of ten times. That is is the literal definition of hardcore processed food, but somehow they've done such an effective job. Imagine, think about this. How effective is their marketing to where people now consider... This extremely processed food as a health food. Well, they also find it. Uh, I, I don't know how many times this happens to me, where somebody says like, "Oh, I." They talk how when you ask them how how well they're eating, they talk about like, "Oh, well, I, I make sure to have one or two shakes a day." Yeah. Like it's been ingrained in their head that eat, that's drinking. effective marketing. I eat oh, protein yeah. bars. So, yeah, like yeah. it's exactly. Or they'll or they'll tell me that they're like, "Well, I make sure to have you know at least one or two you know bars and one shake a day." You know, I stay away from that. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, we have literally just ingrained in people. What is the difference between a protein bar and a candy bar? Very little. You know what I mean? Very little. Read all the ingredients. Read all 
all the, like the little additives and like preservatives and all these things in there and like the sugar amount, of course, maybe they can mask that in different forms of sugar. But uh, like Sal said, like, then they have like the, you know, overly processed protein powder they have to squeeze in there. And like the whole thing is just this overly processed candy bar. It's funny. They did a study a while ago and they compared uh, post-workout protein shakes to a glass of milk. And guess what? Same. <laughs> same effects. The people say it was the same fucking yeah, effects. People that. drink a glass of milk yep. versus drinking a, a expensive ass protein powder, which is, by the way, made from milk. Yep. And they got the same results. Yeah. I just read another study that talks about post-workout um, supplementation. And unless you're going to work out again later in the day, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Your body replenishes glycogen from the foods that you eat. Uh, it doesn't make any difference. And more studies are starting to show this. Now, if you had you asked me this a say, year ago. Say that again. Wait, what doesn't make a difference? Uh, taking a post-workout shake versus just eating food. Oh, uh, okay. Doesn't make it. And so I, you, now if you asked me this a year ago. That dispels the anabolic window theory. It does. And it's funny because the anabolic window does exist. Um, but the but the difference is it doesn't have to be this easily, quickly digestible protein powder. Because they've sold us on the fact that you take this mm-hmm. powder and it's quickly assimilating. And that's what makes it so awesome. But food is fine. Food will be fine. You'll be okay eating food. You'll get you'll get the same results. Now, had you asked me this, you know, a year ago, I would have supported the protein powders. But as I dig deeper and deeper and look more in the science and then look at the industry, man, I'm realizing that uh, it's a big uh, bullshit. It's just um, a big hustle. It's a massive hustle, and it's scary. They've done investigative. You know, there's been studies where they've gone and investigated supplements. Well, they'll take forty supplements. A Canadian study just happened a couple years ago where they took like 40 supplements and uh, they analyzed them, right? One third of them, this is huge, one third, 33% of them had zero of what the ingredients that were listed on the bottle in them. Zero. Zero. Not like some. None. Of pure slap in the consumer's face. You're taking nothing. You spent $30 on (laughs) zero. People should be infuriated by that. And and that's not the worst of it. Then there's other tests that come out and find heavy metal contaminations. They find other shit in there. They'll find gluten in supplements that aren't supposed to have gluten, which if you have celiacs, that's a fucking nightmare. That's that could kill you. Um, uh, it's it's crazy to me. So yeah, the the, uh, the the odds are that you're not actually not the odds. The truth is you're not doing yourself any help by taking some of these products and by by kind of succumbing to the the bullshit marketing of this massive establishment. Yeah, and what does the typical person look like that is purchasing these? I mean, it's people that they want to have an answer because what they see portrayed is either yeah. somebody that's like super overweight and then, you know, the the after effect is like a month, six months or whatever, and then you'll look like this. They, they literally teach you zero as far as health and fitness is concerned as far as like everything that's involved into that process. They just show you that she's been drinking the shake. This is the whole Jared Subway thing. And we saw what happened there. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Big, uh, what's it? Pharma? No, this isn't pharma. Big Herba. Big Herba. Well, Well, you know, think about it this way. Uh, If you have, you have the average supplement consumer, Probably investing, I don't know, between seventy to one hundred and fifty dollars. No, no, a month. no, it's probably like seventy to three hundred fifty dollars. Well, I'm just giving the general 
average person. But yeah. yes, there's people that spend a lot more. Oh, easily. Yeah. If you're, if, because what you gotta understand. If you're in like muscle building, yeah, you're, you're spending in, a lot. You're including everything. You're including multivitamins. You're creating any sort of stuff like your protein bars, your shakes, oh, pre workout, well, yeah, post workout, yeah, yeah. energy drinks that you bought. You, those are all included right. in this, in this category. Easily. You're, you're the, right. You're easily right. the average person. Low end would be 70 to $150. Now, now think about it this way. Let's say you're spending $150 a month on like what Adam says, all those things that are underneath this big, you know, big herb or establishment type companies. Uh, what if they took that $150 a month, took $150 and invested in a trainer for an hour or invested in a program oh, yeah. that taught them proper programming or invested in educating themselves on nutrition? Could you imagine the difference that it would make in that person versus the, the money that they're spending or they're wasting on shit or hurting themselves or actually right. hurting their health by taking some of these products? It's pretty crazy if you think about it, right? Well, the, the, here's a crazy yep. part, and the part that you have to ask yourself, um, you know, how much how much are we ever going to make a big dent in this? Because people want the quick fix. People want that. And I, and I know you guys know this. I know you've dealt with clients before that you've told all the answers to you explain in detail, but yet they still go against what you tell them to do and they still are mm -hmm. trying all this shit or you just find that you find out they're doing some quick yeah. fix cleanse thing or some of that. And you're like, God damn it. I've spent fucking hours with you talking to you how the important steps of this and that. Well, dude, and it's all you. it took was one person yeah. convincing them that, Oh my God, you got to try this yeah, thing one out. Anecdotal thing from their, their friend, Sally Struthers. And right. You know, there you go. <laughs> well, look, think about it this way. If we're talking about a multi-billion dollar industry, some estimates close to a hundred billion dollars a year. And by the way, it's ridiculous. Supplement industry grows anywhere between five to 7% a year. Okay. So it's just fucking exploding. Well, and, that's look, not, and I'm talking the U S that's not worldwide. Look, look at the, I mean, I am just blown away by when you look at like the Arnold Classic, Olympia. You look at these shows. I mean, when I, like I said, I, I gave this analogy recently. Dude, where, what, what, what are the conventions all about? No, that's all it is. That's it. There's nothing mm -hmm. else. It's mm -hmm. all supplements. And the way they promote the supplements, guys, uh, I know you guys have all been there and you know a lot of you listeners have been there. Let's all be honest. It's a fucking joke. You've got chicks that are half naked throwing t-shirts and doing dances and playing music and fucking throwing shit out. It's, it's a fucking, it's a joke. This is supposed to be the health industry. And this is the kind of stuff that they're, I mean, it's a big joke. And I think the time is right uh, for someone to speak out. But we're against, like I said, look, you got that client that went out and bought that supplements. It's because it's you versus like genius, expensive marketing. Oh, think yeah. about it. If you're a multi-billion dollar industry, their marketing is down to a point. Yeah. And what do they do? Think about it. Think about what the what kind of marketing that the establishment Big Pharma does to get you buy their products. Step one, make you feel like shit. That is absolutely step one. You're not good looking enough. You're not fit enough. You're not lean enough. You're not strong enough. You don't work hard enough. You're just lazy. They got to make you feel like shit. Yeah, if you look you're at inadequate, inadequate, look at every single ad. And by the way, all those athletes on there, 99% of them are Photoshopped. It's no different than freaking, you know, Cosmo uh, magazine where they're selling, you know, fashion or whatever. It's no different. Uh, so first they make you feel like shit. Then they make you believe that they have the answer. And oh, by the way, the answer is easy. And it's not exercise and diet. It's yeah. Well, and they have a farming system where they're already gathering all these super fit people that are going to shows. And then they judge them on their physique. And then they award them a contract because they look awesome already. And then they promote a supplement that they've never even used. It's uh, to me, it's. Whoa, yeah, that's awesome and brilliant. It's, it's brilliant. And it. Um, I don't know. It, to me, the more I look at this, the more I realize. I mean, think about it this way. Look, who besides us in this industry 
is speaking out against this. Well, nobody, because where you make money. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> if we did, let's We're let's be honest, the hand that let's, feeds us. Let's be completely honest with all of our listeners too. If the, if the four of us did not have careers outside of Mind Pump, there's no way, and 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 we weren't financially backed by somebody. There's no way that we could have survived even running this podcast and show without being actually having to do that to actually get involved with some sort of a supplement company or clothing line. And really that's where all the money, the money is in the supplements. The, su- the money is in and yeah. selling any, any supplement, any supplement. And that's the shitty part is that, you know, it's tough if you're trying to build a business. That's why, uh, you know, even though we're, we're coming after big Herba and uh, you know, I like, in you know, we recently had the episode about Jim Stepani and stuff. There's a part of me that like, I kind of feel bad for him. I know some people want to get fired up and get super angry, but then at the same time too, I'm like, you know, I'm a I'm a smart guy. I come into this industry, and that's kind of the formula. That's kind of what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You're supposed to get yourself, build your name up, whether you do it through a you know bodybuilding, men's physique, bikini modeling type of way, or a very intelligent trainer who helps lots of people, and you're yeah. super ripped and charismatic. Whatever your way is. Well, you guys see, there's an exact reflection of this, right? Already, if you look at pharmaceuticals and doctors. I mean, you know, where are doctors going to make money from anymore is promoting, you know, specific type of pharmaceutical drugs. And they get representatives that are very smoking hot that come in and they convince the doctor take to take them to coffee. Exactly. Uh, they, they wine and dine them like this is not just like our industry. This is the formula that has worked and they have way more money, uh, you know, these pharmaceutical companies, even than these. Uh, a lot of these supplement companies, even though maybe they do own, you know, majority of them, but uh, we're, are we sure we're, we're going to pick this fight. <laughs> you know what? It's literally the, uh, the formula. The more, the that's more like, I'm listening to you, are, we sure we wanna, are we sure we want to pick this fight? Well, here, here, it's a machine. Let me, no, let me tell you why. Two reasons. Uh, there's two reasons why we're going to pick this fight. Number one, to, to be truly honest, the three of us, we couldn't not pick this fight. We we have big mouths. Uh, yeah. And one day it'll probably get us in big ass trouble. But whatever. We're going to keep going until that happens. We're going to have fun till then. And, yeah. Right. Number <laughs> oh, two, yeah. number two, we have uh, freedom of speech. We're on a podcast. And here's what's going to happen, uh, big big Herba establishment. Yeah. If you come after us, you're gonna, it's gonna, we're going to probably win because we're the little guy. And you're coming after us uh, in a big way. You're just going to bring attention to the whole thing. So I predict they ignore us. I think they're going to ignore us until it gets so fucking loud and they start losing big sales. And then they're going to come to us and say, hey, we want you guys to help us make a product. We want to invest. Because yeah. that's what they do. They, they they look and see how to make money. No, absolutely. Stop getting people to eat real food, man. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah. Soylent Green. Yeah. They got to eat the powder. No, it's it's definitely the direct. I mean, we already know that based off of uh, the handful of individuals that we've talked about on the show at, that have not responded. And by they for sure have seen and heard mind pump for yeah. sure. And we know They'll people tell you they've never firsthand us, who have, they who have brought it us. to their attention and told them, and they're not going to respond. They're not going to say anything. It wouldn't be in their best interest. Whatsoever. They're wrong, first of all. So they're not going to say anything because of that. And secondly, if they do, like you said, it's just going to draw more attention to the argument that we, right, that we're right. putting forward. Well, which, did, that's not a good idea. For well, them. I just got a study sent. One of my, one of my friends just sent me a study that they just did on uh, pre-workout supplements, which they call uh, multi, <clears throat> multi-ingredient pre-workout supplements. So MIPS is the acronym that they'll use. And they tested them on athletes. And here's what they found. Uh, they didn't do shit. They did nothing. The only, thing, the only thing that they got was that the athletes who took the pre-workout, and by the way, this was a legit pre-workout. I looked at the ingredients. It's mirrors 
literally mirrors a very popular pre-workout supplement on the market, so I wouldn't be surprised if that's the one they used. I can't call it out because I don't know for sure, but the ingredients were from supplement standards uh, legit. So it did shit, didn't improve anything. For a pre-workout. Didn't improve anything. So right. what you're saying, what he's saying is a good dosage of the beta alanine, the citrulline, citrulline, the caffeine. All that stuff, right. So it did, it did nothing except improve the subjective uh, feelings of fatigue from the people in, uh, who used it. In other words, the people using the supplement felt like they had more energy and they felt more motivated. This is 100% because they took a supplement with 300 milligrams they of caffeine. They gave them something to feel. There's caffeine in it. You could save all your goddamn money and get the same results by taking by drinking a cup of coffee. I mean, literally, just take 300 milligrams of caffeine and you'll do the same shit that they did. Hey, Doug, they you, want, you want to go back to like episode three? Yeah, right. Remember when you guys were talking about this and I said, you know what I do? A cup of coffee. Yeah, I do remember that. Ding, I, ding, ding. I remember that. And I also remember us talking too that like this is... Uh, <laughs> We they didn't even they didn't even exist ten years ago. That's yeah, the pre, exactly. The it's pre workout like, supplement yeah. and pre workouts didn't exist. Just they, great marketing. The, yeah. the, the, the fit, this. And let me tell you guys something: uh, beta alanine, citrulline, niacin, caffeine. Those have all, been around forever. Those have been around forever. Yeah. But all of a sudden, we've decided that guess what? If you throw all, but you know what it does? Each one of those things do different things. Like right, they all. I mean, they all affect your central nervous system, right? But then you have one that totally makes you hot and flush. Right, so you get fucking hella sweaty, right? And then you got another one that makes your heart rate pound and race. Then you got another one that makes you kind of trembly and tingly inside. Like literally, they're all to make you feel like, holy shit, this is working. Yeah. But in reality, I mean, you could do a line of coke; it'd be the same fucking feeling that you get. You know, it, it does nothing for you in terms of build muscle. Again, muscle. We'll use discretion on that. Yeah, he's joking. <laughs> it doesn't. It, it number one, it won't build more muscle. It won't burn more body fat. It's likely bad for you. Um, and it's likely dangerous. Stimulants overuse can be dangerous. And then again, think about it this way. If you work out four or five days a week for years, you're taking sucralose or aspartame or whatever they use to sweeten it with. You're taking all these artificial colors, which have been, which by the way, artificial colors have also been connected to lots of problems in people. Mm -hmm. This is an established fact. You're taking this every single day on top of the protein powder and bar that you're taking, you're eating every day. Every single day, what do you think happens after 10 or 20 years? It's no wonder why our peers, because now we're in our mid-30s, okay? And we've been in the industry for a long time. So I've known guys and girls who've been in the industry with us for the last 15 years at least, right? Mm -hmm. It's no wonder why, I'm not exaggerating, the vast majority of them have gut issues. It is so common among trainers that I used to work with. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Like, I'll, I'll run into one. I ran into one the other day that I hadn't seen for about 10 years. I'm like, hey, what's going on? Oh, what's up, Sal? We started talking and, you know, uh, he was talking about let's go to lunch. And then I, I told him that, you know, about my diet. And he's like, dude, I can't eat dairy or gluten or this or that anymore either. And I guarantee I, I, it's, it's interesting. The, the gut issues amongst our peers is so high. And I would not uh, I, I, I would put my money on the fact that it was all that artificial shit that we consumed on a well, daily basis. Well, you got to remember, too. So a lot of our listeners are listening and they're probably going like, well, I've been taking that for like the last two or three years and I've never had I'm any problems. But what people don't realize is like the, th the three of us in this room that have been trainers for that this long, like we were taking shit way before anybody had heard about it. It hit the mainstream market. It was popular. Everyone started doing it five years after we had. So we've already got tons of years of us experimenting. And, and we've all admitted, too, I've tried everything under the sun. Like, you mm -hmm. you name it. Like, I was that kid that was trying to gain. And, and, and I was, even as a trainer, sold into always playing with that. Because you know why? They always had a great, they would take some study or some bit of science 
And it just was like, holy shit, that makes a lot of sense. That I get this yeah. anabolic window. I want to make sure I want in there. Of course, I want it fast in there. I want these nutrients with it. it this is the ideal way of pairing this. This ratio of carbohydrates to protein is perfect. You know, and, you're, and you get so sold on that right. that it sounds awesome. And then you then you t- try it, and wow, it tastes good, or it makes me feel all crazy and jittery. Like all of a sudden, you, I get closed on that, and then we're doing this for years. And now all this shit starts coming out of nowhere. Like, Or what they'll do is they'll say, uh, this supplement was d- taken in a study and it increased testosterone by 15%. So you're like, holy shit, that's a lot. What's 15%? Exactly. 15% of what? It's not 15%. <laughs> We're just is, in a point zero one. That's like a few. That's like a few. Yeah, that's nothing. And number two, testosterone levels uh, fluctuate way more than that anyway yeah. throughout the day. And number three, the studies you want to see is forget the fucking uh, muscle nitrogen levels and amino acid, you know, blood plasma levels and all this shit. Fuck that. Uh, did the athletes get stronger? Did they build more muscle? Did they burn more body fat? I don't give a shit about all that other stuff because I can make measurements look like whatever the fuck I want. Look, I could take Doug's blood pressure right now and then I could have a chick come in here, give him a hand job, oh, yeah. give him another yeah, blood pressure gonna... test. His blood pressure will drop <laughs> and I could be like, Supplement X lowered his blood pressure by, you know, I mean, there's a, there's Doug so gave many me things. the green light on that one. Exactly. <laughs> there's so many different things that can affect those things. What you want to see is the bottom line. And there's very few supplements that actually do anything. I, there's only one I can think about that's been studied consistently. Creatine. Th- creatine. Yep. And by the way, incidentally, when the supplement industry finally hits on something that does something, what do they do? <laughs> they come up with five trillion versions of creatine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah right. And, Which and, one's the best one? This uh, one. The first one that they came out with. <laughs> can I get back to that one? <laughs> Shit. This one's absorbed much better. Yeah. This one's much more stable. And this one's pH balanced for a woman. And what the fuck out of here? Uh, creatine monohydrate. That's the one that studied powder. That's it. Boom, you're done. done. That is done. such a great, Served. such a great point right there. Because it is, it is so crazy how it's, it hits right, and then that's not enough. You know, the big herba has to come in and give you five different complexes right. and different versions and flavored different ways and close you on. You pill, gotta mix that with glutamine pill or under your tongue yeah. or whatever. Like, yeah. I mean, just all these different ways. And then they, what do they do? They always take some. They take some sort of crazy random study that showed the people that put it underneath their tongue. They got into yeah. their bloodstream that much faster it's like it's all this crazy stuff and you get so sucked into it and you end up buying it, and then you, and then at the end of the day, the best part about all of this is ninety nine point nine percent of all the consumers that buy this shit are failing somewhere else. Either they have a terrible program design, either they are over training their body, under training their body, not yeah. doing, they're not, they're not maximizing their workouts, they're doing in stuff incorrectly, they're not, eat, they're eating poorly, they're doing all those other things, but they got all the great supplements that are supposed. And it's like, yeah. you have no idea that just slightly modifying something in your training program or slightly modifying something in your nutrition will give you 10 times right. the results of any of those fucking supplements. Why are we so like, like, why do we buy into that first over like reason? Well, you got to understand something. You guys got to understand Less work, bro. Okay. That's it. You got to understand something. Marketing, the science behind marketing is extremely advanced and it's, and they spend a lot of money doing it. This is majority of the money that they spend is not on formulating their products. It's on packaging, which packaging is going to sell us more. How are we going to deliver this? How are we going to talk about it? What's the hook that we have with the product? Mm-hmm. Oh, we have this type of creatine, or we do that, or okay, who's the athlete that we're going to use? And they test it over and over again. The marketing has been around now in America for a long time. It's down to a goddamn science. Yeah. So this is why uh, you know a protein powder or whatever is now a health food. Dude. This is why the word pre-workout, intra-workout, and post-workout exist. Yeah. Do you know who invented those words? The establishment, the, the big, big herba. 
Those words didn't exist. There was no pre-workout, post-workout, yeah. extra workout. Yeah. Right. Fucking, yeah. None of that shit existed. How about this? Uh, this protein is fast absorbing. What, okay, you guys in the room know this. Which protein is considered the fast absorbing protein? Your your regular your regular whey, whey versus yeah, your whey uh, versus the yeah, casein. And casein slow absorbing. Your nighttime. Your nighttime for yeah. yeah. So that way we get it. Yeah. Right. So this is what they did. This is fucking brilliant. Yeah. They said we've got uh, you know they were sitting in a boardroom. I already know this. They're sitting in a boardroom and they're fucking suits. Ninety half of them are fat except for the ones that represent yeah. the company because none of them really work out. What's this excess shit? How do and, we move it? Yeah, and they're sitting there and they're going, "All right, guys, we sell fifty million dollars a, uh, a year." in protein powders. How can we sell these people more protein powder? And then mm-hmm. someone says, uh, tell everybody to take two grams of, pa- uh, of protein per pound of body weight. That'll make them use more servings. Brilliant, John. Boom, let me write that up on the board. Any other ideas? Yeah, how about if we get them to buy a different protein powder? Well, how are we going to do that, Sam? How are we going to get them to buy a different protein powder? I know. Let's talk about how one absorbs fast, they use it during the day, and one absorbs slow, and they got to take it right before bed, because when you're in bed and you're sleeping, you're not eating. You need to have those amino acids. Yeah, Fucking brilliant, Sam. Write that up on the board. And then they market it, <laughs> and then and then these fuck- and then trainers yeah, buy this listen shit. listen to me. Yeah. And then trainers buy this shit and teach their clients. They, well, you yeah. know why? Because once I've again, probably heard that same pitch. Yeah, they've, <laughs> they've got it. They've got to make their money too, because they make uh, their twenty percent commission off of whatever that is, and that's why they pedal it and push it themselves. You know, yeah. it's it's I don't know. It's it's hard. I feel bad. I you know I don't feel bad. Fuck. Em. I know you don't because here's the thing, and I feel bad Fuck for most feel- these people aren't trainers, so they're not they're they're not likely to want to push people into like uh, an actual legit program. They want to just. Hustle them products. Well, let's talk. Let's talk about a whole another uh, like, dude. And this is to me. This this is where, where what I saw, and I was so blown away. You know, all my peers like that is that is the 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 pinnacle that you've made it right. They when you all, get a supplement sponsor, when you get a supplement sponsorship, and it was like it used to make me want to vomit, dude. And it's the reason why you, obviously I've never been sponsored by anybody. It's not because some fucking supplement company never asked me. You know, we we got it. Let's let's stress that. Let's stress that right now. Because uh, people need to know, listening, look, Adam's been a pro now for a while. Uh, he's a good-looking guy. He's tall, very marketable. Uh, Adam, how many fucking sponsorships have you had since you became pro? Zero. Zero. Yet you get approached. You've been approached many, many oh, times. At, le- at least 50 times right. by all different types of companies. We, we, have, we have talked to several supplement companies at Mind Pump. We've talked to other fitness companies at Mind Pump. And we've all left the room and said to ourselves, no. It's not gonna, we're not going to do it. That felt dirty. Well, it it, it, it does because it, no matter what we what we found was we'd have to compromise somewhere because other or we would we would be asking some big company to okay we're going to be in charge we're th- you know the couple of guys now are going to be in charge of your of your supplements and they're like not yet we're not that big yet you yeah. know what I'm saying but because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where we're at right now is like listen if we're going to push and market anything like that. Uh, we have to feel good about it. We have to feel like it's something that we believe we're 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 giving a, a good product that's healthy. Since we are in the health industry, um, and we won't we can't work a relationship out if you have the rest of your shit that we can't. Talk no, I about. think you it's know, so it doesn't I think, work. I think we have to be clear that we're not against supplements. Uh, we're against this industry because supplements. I'm glad, I'm glad you said that because it's starting to sound like we're like all so anti supplements. No, not whatsoever. There's a lot of there's a. I mean, no. If you, if you have a need. 
then you use a supplement to fill that need. And let's be honest. All of us in here are both. I've seen every one of your refrigerators, everyone on top of everyone's refrigerator and a cupboard plus, at least in mine, is loaded full of supplements. But the type of supplements, and I've talked about this before, that we have, and if you open my cupboard, it's all these different vitamins and, and fish oils and stuff like that that my body might be lacking in because of something that I'm not getting nutritionally on a regular basis. And then on top of my, re- my refrigerator is all the all the breakdown of what would be in a, re- uh, a pre-workout, but the raw formula of that. And then I have my raw protein that sits up there. And I rarely ever use any of it. None of it. That's why it lasts. I mean, I've had you use it for your needs. The same jugs I have had for at least six months to a year. At least six months to a year, maybe longer. I can't even remember the last time I actually had to they buy some worms in it. <laughs> Just so you know. But I, I literally, the, I, I assess how I've been eating, and I, I pay attention. Like, oh shit, you know what I've noticed? I've been eating a lot of red meat. I haven't got a lot of fish in my diet. I need to make sure I get my fish oils. Then I'm taking my fish oils. You know, I, I'm ha- I'm pushing my body extra hard. I'm getting ready for a competition. I'm I'm training double days. I'm I'm training super hard. I'm gonna kick up my branch chain amino acid so i'm going to take some of that there's the other than that and then my raw protein rarely ever am i using protein the only time i'm probably using protein is if i am in a hard cut and i'm dieting and i'm trying to restrict calories period and that also cuts into me getting enough protein for my diet and i find myself once in a blue moon using that yeah it's just um it's just to me it's just crazy how uh this stuff has become a part of the culture how effective they've been even 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 us you know literally a year ago most of us would be uh, not talking the way we're talking right now, just one year ago, you know? Uh, it's To me, it's kind of, it's almost scary. And it's not just supplements, okay? the They they also control the marketing that goes into exercise programming. Uh, if you look at the workouts that are sold to you, uh, 99.9% of them are shit. They're intensity-based. They they push intensity because, first, they make you feel like shit because you're, you're overweight or whatever, and that fucking lazy. Therefore, you need to punish yourself with our most brutal fucking workout of all time. There's zero science that goes in the programming of their, pro, uh, of their, pro, their programs. Uh, it's all about how to make you sweat more or uh, they'll come up with some catchy term like mm. muscle confusion or some bullshit like that. Right. Um, so there's, there's that. Let's not forget, there's that side of it also. Then there's the side of the, then there's the real wacky shit. The tease and the fucking wear this uh, oh, wear this corset around your waist to shrink your waist. Did you guys see the Kardashians are in a lawsuit right now? Yeah, I love that. They're they're in a lawsuit because they, because of the the squeams or the corset. We've been talking shit about squeams Finally. for fucking over a year now, dude. Yeah. Over a year yeah. now, we've been talking shit about squeams, and they're in a lawsuit because of that. Of course they are. Right. It's yeah. the stupidest thing ever, and you have to know that Americans are notorious for taking any idea to extreme. So somebody comes out there, puts a corset on, and some dumb dick decides, oh, my God, if I keep wearing this 24-7 and I cinch it down tighter and tighter every week, eventually my waist will come in. It's so weird. It moved from my stomach, and it's all up in my neck now. (laughs) What'd you do to me, Kardashian? That's that's an old lady voice. That's weird. Why is she wearing Uh, a corset? Because she wants to be sexy and get her groove on. You know know what you said, though, about us? I want to make something clear, though, because just a year ago you said that you know we would be saying a different tune with supplements, but it's also important that you you note that that's because we're, we're a bunch of guys who feel extremely confident in their ability to program design, put together a nutrition plan for themselves, and and handle all that stuff. That and so what did we what have we been doing for years is you know trying supplements here and there and incorporating timing of meals and doing things like that. See if that's d- making a difference because we're at that at that level and not to. Uh, 
I don't know. I'm trying not to sound like it's like, I don't want to come off arrogant over that. It's just that it's what we do. It's what we've done for a living. We've all got 15 plus years of experience. We've put hundreds and hundreds of hours of reading and working and, and applying this industry, applying this business that we know it pretty damn well. And so then we're, we're playing with the, the splitting the hair stuff because we can. Mm-hmm. 99%, like I said, of the, the population does not fall in that well, category. Well, look at, look at, uh, if you listen to, if there's, if you listen to another fitness podcast and there's not much of them out there, uh, most of them aren't worth listening to, but if you do, I guarantee you they sell, they sell products that you consume supplements. Uh, if you, if you talk to any fitness athlete, that's what they're going to sell you supplements. Mind pump, uh, sells, uh, information. That's that's our product. Our product is information, Very and true. we put our expertise in our in our exercise programming, mm-hmm. and in our guides. Um, and it might not be as nearly as big of a money maker as supplements. However, we're giving people real value. Look, uh, our most I can ex- sleep at night. <laughs> that, hey, look, our most expensive uh, program is one hundred and forty something dollars, one hundred forty seven dollars. Okay, and it's got videos in there. It's got exercise demos. It's got uh, expert programming in there, and you pay that one time. So the amount of money that you spend on supplements, if you spent that on a program like that, and I'm plugging ours because I know ours, and you, you spend, you're gonna get way better results. Yeah. For a long time, well, doing something like that, and you pay it once. You don't got to keep buying it every month because you know you ran out of your whatever pills. And guess what? You can keep doing it. Well, you, you, you kind of have to be biased in that because it's important that people understand too. Because you could go spend 150 bucks on another program, and it'd be almost as bad as you spending that on the pre workout. Well, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. that's. I mean, I know you. I know you're trying not to sound cheesy by plugging our program. Some of that. But well, that's, I know that's, our program. I know the program. I know, and that's also something that's wrong with this industry. That's a whole another fucking podcast of getting into you know the selling of training programs. I mean, ninety percent of the fuckers that are out there that are writing these training programs have never even trained ten people. Like, how the fuck are you selling hundreds of thousands of programs to people all over the world on the internet because, and you've never trained 10 people? Mm-hmm. How, I don't care if you are a PhD or not. Like, until you've put your hands on a client, trained a client for an hour at a time, at least a yeah. few hundred, if not thousand times, you have no business writing something for the mass population. That to me is just crazy, but it's that's idiotic. It's flooded. It's yeah. flooded that way. I mean, and, and anyone who's listening I've to this right now, mastered my own body. I, ch- I challenge you to do that. And I bet you, even the ones that are like, because let's be honest, ninety percent of them too are also very cookie cutter, even with the best of best trainers, because that's just the the model, right? Just like the supplement industry. But I'm willing to bet if you were to find out, do a little research on who wrote your who wrote your training program, if you bought it from some other person, on how many clients they've actually trained in their life, try and figure that out. Try and figure out if they're not Zero. just some fitness model or some big name from something else, and then they start writing all these pro- these programs yeah. and find out how much how many clients they've actually trained. Well, we have we've got hundreds of people on our forum. Every, all of them will say the same thing. Oh my god, I say I've saved hundreds of mo- hundreds hundreds of dollars on supplements, and I'm doing you know maps whether it be red or green or whatever, and um, the results I'm getting blow. Uh, what I what what I used to get before away by far. I mean, you guys have seen yeah. the before and afters. Yeah. Um. So and that's supplement free, ladies and gentlemen. They don't take shit. A lot of them don't take anything. They might take a protein powder here and there, mm. and it's all because they work out properly. That's the other thing is that proper programming has been lost. It's all about. Uh. It becomes all about the supplements you take. Um. And the weird things that you can do, but proper exercise programming has really been lost. 
Um, when you ask somebody what's your workout look like, they define it by the intensity. They don't. Yep. They don't how understand it, how bad it crushed you. Yeah, yeah. they don't. They don't so understand. Terrible. They don't understand programming. I'm working on this form of adaptation. I'm working on this, you know, neuromuscular connection. I'm working on this central nervous system. Mm-hmm. They don't. It's not none of that. It's oh, oh, I got a workout that'll blast your legs. Yeah, you know. So, yeah. uh, with that, tune in uh, next time on iTunes, Mind Pump Radio, um, and don't forget to subscribe to us. Uh, leave us a five star rating and review. You can find us on Instagram at Mind Pump Radio. You can find me at Mind Pump Sal. You can find Adam at Mind Pump Adam. And you can find Justin at Mind Pump Justin. And uh, check out mindpumpmedia.com. Teach people how to just incorporate more movement through their day to ramp up their caloric expenditure. Ends up being a lot easier way to coach somebody than telling them you should do HIT. Well, not to mention, HIT requires more skill. Yeah, It requires a higher level of skill, right? It's a lot so harder it's, on the joints. It's harder on the body. It it can it definitely will stretch your body more than regular cardio. Well, it's not a restorative type of cardio. It's definitely a workout. Yeah. Um, so it's I mean, if you want to improve your endurance, your VO two max, that's great. If you just want to do cardio, and you're focusing a lot of your energy on your lifting, yeah. which you should, then you got to be careful with it. You got to use it judiciously, but don't make that all your cardio. That's typically I, I usually don't recommend more than two days a week of of hit unless it's an athlete. That's specifically training for this. This has been the hardest for me because, like, uh, people ask me, you know, how do I incorporate hit? How do I incorporate hit? Because I know, like, I would be that person that uh, would want to do cardio that way because um, that's the way that we moved when we were being athletic and and when it mattered when when you're getting conditioned before the season. That's kind of like the the go to recipe was like you did this, you know, these high intensity bouts, and then you would emulate that. Uh, in gameplay or like I'm doing basketball now, but uh, all these required like a pretty high level of, of uh, endurance uh, or stamina, I should say. Uh, and so, you know, getting into that kind of shape meant that you're in shape, right? And, and that's the association there that uh, I have and a lot of like ex-athletes have or uh, so, you know, getting somebody back to like a, a, a field of reason, like now that their season's gone. It's not just like all 100% effort in performance, uh, doing things that help the body, working with the body. Like that's been the game changer for me. You know, that's what's done the most change uh, in my body. And I know that uh, will will help with, with me going forward uh, as far as like getting burnt out and then mm-hmm. like going in these spurts. Because I would get in these moments where I'm like, I'm, I'm doing hit, I'm doing hit, but then I'd always trail off. And then there'd be this period where I really wasn't into it anymore. This is so, and that is the reason why I don't, so I do prescribe it. Okay. I have two scenarios where I I prescribe hit to somebody and I just did to a client literally like two days ago. So I'll explain how, why I did her. And the other one would be somebody who is an athlete and I'm trying to emulate what they're going to be going through, sprinting up and down a basketball court. They're going to sprint for about 30 seconds high, super fast, and they're going to come down. They're going to go back. Mm-hmm. So someone like that, you want them to be adapted to it. You want them to be used to being put through that. So it makes sense to incorporate that for an athlete like that. Mm-hmm. But a majority of the people out there are using it for fat loss reasons. Okay, so how do I use it for a fat loss client? This is what I'm talking about right now. I just gave it to a, a female client of mine. She's uh, 26 years old. She has been with me now almost three months. For three months, she has done no cardio. In fact, I took her out of a high-intensity class, completely stopped that. She runs MAPS. So for three months now, she's been lifting weights, no cardio. Walking is her only prescription for me. Mm -hmm. We are three weeks out from her heading out for her birthday for, I believe she's going to Vegas. 
I have now incorporated three times a week, 12 minutes of hit. And it's strictly just because time I, I I'm slowly going to add more and more work to You've her as ramped we, all the way up to that point. Exactly. So, and I want to start with this. And that's the other reason why I would prescribe it. Cause it's short. And I just want to, I just want to kick up her kilocals a little bit. I slightly decreased her caloric intake and I'm just going to bump up a little bit more activity. All everything else is staying exactly the same. And I now will watch her drop another percent or so of body fat in the next week. And I'll and then I'll, the next thing that we'll get introduced to her is an additional like steady state. So then I'll like two days out of the week, I want you to get up early, walk for 45 minutes to an hour. And that's and the last thing I really want to do is I want to because I want to keep her fed. She's right now between she just went from twenty two hundred calories down to nineteen down to seventeen. So that's and that's what's great is when I when she first hired me, she was eating fifteen hundred calories. So I built her up. When I took down all the all the cardio stuff, now I have all kinds of room to play with that. So that's how uh, the only way that I would prescribe hit um, to any any two types of people. Yeah, I would say uh, for me personally, when I I use it, I'm very careful with it because, especially if I get a client that's relatively new, it's it, it's a high skill type of cardio. You know what I mean? I'll get a new client. It's very rarely will I tell them to sprint anywhere. They'll they just they they don't even oh, yeah. exercise at all. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So hit is something like you just said. That's the perfect scenario. I would say other than an athlete, that's a, that's a great example. Yep. So uh, you could check out some of our testimonials uh, from people who've done our programs like uh, MAPS Anabolic and MAPS Performance at mindpumpmedia.com. Uh, you can also leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and check us out on Instagram at mindpump. You can find me at mindpumpsal. You can find Adam at mindpumpadam. And you can find Justin at mindpumpjustin. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.